Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to be talking sleepers for 2021 as we have another list for you, a little teaser list, I'd say, as we get ready for the season. We'll have, we'll have full lists later on in the year, but we each got three players that are sleepers today. With no, I mean, we really didn't have any rules for this list either. So there's not, later on in the year, we'll probably like put a limit on it once the rankings are more set in stone of like top, it has to be beyond top 50 or something. So I have no idea what Jeff's going for here. He's no idea what I'm going for. I'm kind of curious what kind of players he's looking at for sleepers for 2021. So we each got three. We're just going to jump right into this thing. Jeff, you're number three. My number three, we're going to go with a wide receiver. I'm going to go Michael Pittman Jr. So he, I, currently he's ranked as the 52nd yep. wide receiver. So he's, you know, a little bit down there, but it's not going to be that big of a stretch. I like where he's at. He has the new quarterback, went from Phillip Rivers to Carson Wentz. A lot to figure out in the offensive game. Obviously, they can run the ball. But I think Michael Pittman Jr. is going to have to step it up. He's going to have to take that that next um, kind of that level of he's going to have to be the man there as a wide receiver. Uh, Hilton, he's kind of on on the the back end of his career. I think Michael Pittman is a little bit of a different wide receiver anyway, much more of a possession guy. Um, he's 6'4", he's a big target. He's shown flashes but hasn't really put it together. Last year he had 40 receptions, 503 yards, and a touchdown. Obviously, all those numbers have to go up if if this is going to be accurate. And I think he does have the talent. I like where what Indianapolis is doing. And I think that he is a very good value at 52. We'll see what happens uh, you know, around that, if they add anyone else in the draft or, or whatever it may be. So there's a lot that can happen to this one, but I like Michael Pittman Jr. as a, a sleeper right now. Yeah, and those are in 13 games. You know, he showed some signs that he could be. He was a second-round draft pick. You know, he definitely can do something. I think Carson Wentz, I, I think Carson Wentz can still play. I'm not done with Carson Wentz. I don't know. It was, I don't know what happened there. He was an MVP candidate a couple of years ago. If he can return that form, I mean, Michael Pittman can be a big part of that. So I, I, I like, the, I like the pick. He's yeah. 50, 52nd right now. So he's going, you know, around, Oh, what is he going? John Brown, Jalen Rager, Sterling Shepard level. Eh, that's, that's a good, good um player to take a chance on. I would say, but I, I think Carson Wentz is going to make them, Solid. I mean, what else? They'll have T.Y. Hilton yet, right? He's still, I guess, officially maybe their number one, but is he really anymore? Well, that's my thing. You too. know, I think I think Pittman becomes the number one. Hilton will definitely be the savvy veteran if he's healthy. Yeah. He will, you know, he'll definitely command a lot of respect. But he's not quite the player he he used to be. He's still, you know, very good one. And the one we haven't talked about, which could kind of derail Pittman yeah. a bit, but we haven't seen anything from Campbell. In, right? in, he had the knee injury, and there's just we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm on board with that. So, my number three, I went with a wide receiver as well. So, I went with uh, just slightly down the list from you. He's ranked 64th right now. Darnell Mooney from the Chicago Bears. The only thing that he- I'm hesitant about this one is the quarterback. That's where I like the player. And I, I think he's a good number two behind Allen Robinson. And he had last year 61 catches, 631 yards, four touchdowns. Pretty solid rookie season. I just, um, Dalton. Foles, who's, you know, that's the thing. I, I think those guys are, okay. I said, okay, I'm not going to say they're good enough. I said that about Dalton last year. I remember saying this when, when Dak went down. Dalton's good enough to make these guys still good. I mean, they were okay, but Dalton's just not that great. 
I think he's a good enough player, though. I, I don't know. That, 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 I wish the quarterback situation was a little better. But I like the player, and I like that he's ranked 64th, though. You're getting him so low, where if you do take Darnell Mooney, it's so little risk that you're getting a guy who I think is a talented player that you can take a chance on. So he's he, at this point, this would make him like a last-round draft pick type thing, a dollar in an auction type player. And that's what I like sometimes from that sleeper, a guy who's talented, but you know, way, way down there. So Darnell Mooney, I, I like the, and I also have my dynasty team. So I want him to do something here. So Darnell Mooney, my number three. I, I really like Darnell Mooney. It's quarterback, <laughs> right? hundred percent reason I did not put him on this list. I, I said, it, if they landed a big time QB, I think Darnell Mooney could be the real deal. I, I like him. So. He has speed. He yeah. looked good in the very small amounts of time that we got to see him last year with what was kind of a dumpster fire of a QB situation last year. I don't think it's getting much better. So I'm not going to put him on, on here because I feel like it's going to be heavy Robinson, heavy run. Everyone else is going to have to fend for themselves. So I like the talent, though. So I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for, for that pick. I, I really like the eye for talent. All right, number two. Number two, I'm going to go for a third-year wide receiver. I held out hope that maybe it was last year, but Watkins came back to KC. Mm-hmm. I Now he's no longer there. Is up for grabs the number two wide receiver position i really like mccall hardman he has the speed that they know how to use we've i mean you can see how deadly this guy could be mm-hmm. if his touches went up this guy could really be a dynamic player i'm not saying he's going to be tyreek i think tyreek is a you know a different kind of beast but he's in that same kind of scenario the athleticism and the speed they know how to use it so i really like him um, we have 41 receptions last year, 560 yards and four touchdowns. They'll run with him a little bit. They'll throw him some trick plays, but now with that number two, I'm, I'm really holding out hope. They, they pump the ball towards him a little more, especially everyone knows how dangerous Tyreek is. I'm really hoping that, that now that, I mean, they've already tried to take it away. Right. right. But I'm hoping that they you know, early on in the game say, you know what? We're going to completely just go towards Tyreek. And we're going to give this guy a little room, and hopefully he makes him pay. So I really like McCole Hardman and Casey. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. A, he's kind of like Darnell Mooney, but he's in a great situation. Exactly. He, the talent, I think, is there. See if it can be put together for a season. Again, it's a you're, I, the thing about these players is the risk is very minimal to draft them. So yeah. it, it's definitely worth that shot to see if it can work out with one less guy to, to worry about out there. In Kansas City. Yeah, and he, he's trending in the right direction. I mean, 2019, he had twenty only 26 receptions for 538 yards and six touchdowns. I mean, it mm-hmm. shows what kind of a deep threat he was. This last year, still, he was the number three, four on the depth chart. He was kind of trying to figure it out. And uh, he had 41 receptions for 560 yards and four touchdowns. He's a, he's a playmaker every time you put the ball in his hands. But there's a lot of miles to feed. But I, I just can't get past that one. I think you have to throw him in the up there in my rankings and uh what was he currently he's at wide receiver 59 yeah yep i think it's a good good chance there you can take take a chance on him yeah all right my number two i went with another wide receiver and this is going to be a lot more situation maybe than talent maybe the talent could be there i'm going with brashad perriman actually with the lions no kidding so here's it this is why He's ranked 70th right now. The Lions have to throw the ball to somebody. Like, he's not going to finish 70th. I mean, they got Tyrell Williams as well, I know. But I like, I, I like, Brish, it's Tyrell Williams and Brishot Perriman. We're going to be so bad. It is terrible, isn't it? 
you saw that little bit of that flash with the Bucks at the end of uh, 2019, right? That he he could play a little bit. I think he's just going to be again. I'm not saying this guy is going to be even top 20 kind of a thing, but the Lions do have to throw the ball to somebody. I mean, maybe let's start to Hawkinson all the time. I don't know. You have to throw it around a little bit. They're probably going to be down in games. You, I know. Ideally, we'd use Swift, right? And they'd run the ball with Swift and do that kind of thing. But they're going to be losing games. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be behind. They're going to have to throw the ball around a little bit. Goff, while not great, he's serviceable. He can. He can. You know, he made Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Those. You know, those guys fantasy relevant, right? So he's good enough for that. Rashad Perriman, he he was a what former first round pick, never has lived up to it. This is that one that one brief moment in Tampa. But I think there's a little bit of talent there. I mean, I can't really judge him off the Jets. The Jets are just were I mean, it was the Jets last year. You can't judge him off that too much. I just think Lions need to throw the ball to somebody. Rashad Perriman's a decent receiver. There's going to be room to throw the ball around. You can put Tyrell Williams here too. Like you could probably pick one of the guys, which one you like a little more. Tyrell Williams, I don't even show where he's ranked right now. Um, you might even try to see if I can find him here. He might be ranked higher, might be ranked lower. I don't even know. But know. and and people here, maybe they're saying right now, well, you know, it's going to change. They're going to draft a wide receiver. I I hope not. I yeah. Well, they'll I'm draft not. somebody, but later. I mean, Tyrell maybe, Williams, but well, Tyrell Williams is ranked 115th. Yeah, and so that's. I mean, yeah, that, I, he's way down there. He, I know he was injured in play last year, I, but I actually really like this pick because they have to throw the ball right, to somebody. I mean, whoever turns out to be the number one wide receiver, whether well, it be him this, or whoever, is going to be serviceable. There's not a number one wide receiver that doesn't belong well, on a team. So the num the number one ranked Lions receiver is 70th. That doesn't happen. Like right. as bad, even as bad as you are, they'll you'll be much much higher than 70th. You'll get some production out of Rashad Perriman. So, yeah, I, actually, I don't mind that one at yeah, all. So I'm going with Perriman. We'll see how that plays out. All right. We're to number one. Here we go. Number one, and I'm going for a – my last one is going to be another wide receiver. I'm going for a second-year guy that did not play almost at all, but I think that he's due to jump way up there. I'm going to go for Brian Edwards of Las Vegas Raiders. He – I mean, literally, how many games did he play? I don't know. I think he was available for 12 maybe, but he really got outshined. He was he had some lower body injuries, he, I believe two of them over yeah, played, the year. Played 12 games. Yeah, and Barely. he literally yeah, and he only had 11 receptions, 193 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so you could easily discount him altogether. But I mean, what was he a third round pick, I think? Yeah, he was a third round mm -hmm. pick. He's 6'3", he's a big body. When he does catch it when you were able to watch him, He's not blazing fast, but he is fast enough and he's super physical. I think he was kind of a a project player that needed a year under his belt. And now Nelson Aguilar is gone. So you have him and you have Ruggs and then you have, you know, some filler guys, whatever that may be. Um, obviously, Ruggs, we would love to see him do more, but right now he's still kind of a gadget player. He's very, very fast, takes the top off the defense. He couldn't stay healthy either. So Brian Edwards is kind of de facto number one possession type receiver on that offense, which obviously always gets used. Um, other than him, you have Waller. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So there is a lot of possibility is. for Brian Edwards to really step up and be the man. Uh, I like, I mean, for the limited time I've seen him, 
I really think that he has the tools in order to be a uh, a very serviceable, if not good, NFL wide receiver. We'll see where he goes from there. But Brian Edwards right now is like going as 72. Mm-hmm. So a lot like what you're talking with, Perriman. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Las Vegas is going to stick with the the people that they drafted the year before and Rugs then build and around. Yep. Yeah, you kind of have to. So I, once again, Brian Edwards, I think he's definitely a name you want to follow. Yeah, I, I liked him a lot before last year. Just didn't feel like he ever got the chance. So we'll see what that what why that was. I don't know. Yeah. He only started yeah. three games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really was a lot of injury. Yep. All right. My number one. Here we go. I decided to go away from wide receiver. Um, you can go. There's a million wide receivers. I think we could put in here. I have more. I, I had more. I could. But I decided I wouldn't try to find a running back that I would like. Right. It's harder at running back to find sleepers anymore these days. It just. <laughs> it is right. They don't truly seem to exist well, that much. And, and we're doing this before the draft. Exactly. Things will change. It, they will change. But I went with the 46th ranked running back, Jeff Wilson Jr. So this is a player who always seems to just be relevant when he gets the chance. He doesn't know. He hasn't gotten the chance very often until the end of last year. He had a nice big game in week 16, 22 carries, 183 yards. Followed it up with 20 for 76, a touchdown. He also um, caught touchdowns in both of those games. The guy had 10 touchdowns last year in limited work, you know, seven on the ground, three receiving. And part of this is I know Jeff Wilson, if he got the opportunity, I mean, he had 200 yard games last year, and this guy doesn't really get much of a chance, right? Another, when he had that chance early on, he had 17 carries, 112 yards, three touchdowns. Then he got injured, which was disappointing. I'm not. I haven't been sold on Raheem Mostert necessarily. And you know, I just said Jeff Wilson had an injury last year. Raheem, Raheem Mostert always seems to do though. He's He's been injured three of the last four years has Mostert. I don't know. I just think Jeff Wilson, give, given the opportunity, can really be a good back here. And I don't, I just can't foresee them not using him and just completely putting him away anymore. He got plenty of work those last few weeks. I think they're going to use him again this year. And 46, that's... Down there a little bit. This is a guy who, if given the opportunity, I believe could be a pretty good fantasy back. So, If this shakes out correctly, I, I really like the pick as well because I this is, first of all, we know that the 49ers were all banged up last year. Yep. All over the place. Um, we don't really know what is going to happen with uh, quarterback and, and, you know, the talks there and all that. Uh, what we do know is they're, they can be very good when they're healthy and their yep. offense is going in the right direction. The thing that makes me most excited was the last few years they've been rolling with a three-headed beast. We always talk about it's very difficult to figure out who's going to mm-hmm. get the carries. All of this, it might actually just be two. Right? Yeah, it might Col- just Coleman's be... gone now. Tevin um, Coleman and um, is McKinnon and Jerk McKinnon. Uh, I think is gone. It was more than likely will be gone. Yeah. We don't really. I don't. I don't think he's officially off the team yet. I could be wrong on that. But really, there's two legitimate options. Yeah, and that is. Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert. So even even if Mostert is the guy, uh, in that offense, Wilson's both of them will play. get a very good yeah. crack. So I really I really like that one as well. Yeah, Wilson. I mean, over his career in three seasons, he's gotten 219 carries, which would be probably the equivalent of a uh, somebody's normal season, maybe even a little less. Obviously, 971 yards. Okay, 4.4 yards a carry with 15 total touchdowns in in that. So. 15 touchdowns, 219 carries, essentially. That's, you know, pr- with 28 catches. That's pretty decent. He, does, he has, he just always seems to find his way around the end zone. It just seems to be. So, Jeff yeah. Wilson, I, 
if I'm looking at running back, there's not a lot of other ones too. I would say so. No, no I was I was really, and I didn't put him on here, but I, I just want to. I was really looking at the Houston backfield, trying to figure out if there's yep. any sort of value there. And it's very difficult because mm-hmm. I, I think we're both in agreement that David Johnson is not yeah. the guy there. They really did not run the ball a whole lot last year. No. I honestly, I keep looking at Philip Lindsay and saying, why not? Right. Why can't you be the lead back? Why can't you really put up decent numbers in Houston? Because in the past, too. I mean, David Johnson's numbers weren't, like, terrible. He actually had a pretty good yards per clip. He, uh, he he didn't play in all the games. He's obviously a little bit older. He's lost a step. He only got 115 carries or something like that last year, or maybe 100, yeah. whatever it was. It was it was lower than what you would think a primary back should be. So I, I keep looking at that, and, and I almost put him on here, but I'm – I'm very unsold on Houston in general, so I didn't want to well, take that leap. Sean yet. Watson situation either. So. Right. I mean, it, it could completely dismantle the whole team. So yep. we'll find out. Yep. So, all right, there we go. Sleepers for 2021, the early sleepers list. We'll have a more proper list later on in the year, which is now well, after the draft and everything, which starting on our next week's episodes, we're going to start previewing the, the draft a little bit here and start talking about some of the top players out there and trying to, you know, do some research ourselves to see if we can find the next guy that we think is going to, you know, become a big thing before anybody else does. So we've had some success with that in the past. I think Alvin Kamara a couple of years ago, we kind of feel like we called before everyone else. Jeff last year just killed it on our, on our draft preview episode with saying that the guys to get are going to be Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool, T Higgins, I think was on your list too. Yeah, kind of, kind of a, you know, we have decent tracker. Oh, and then I had Antonio Gibson last year. So all before they were, before they were stars. So pay attention to those next couple preview episodes as we get you geared up for the draft. But that will do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.